live action anime can be very polarizing. And that's not any more true than when it comes to Ghost in the Shell. And we're going to talk all about it this week on Shonen and Suds. Welcome back on the other side of America's holiday, sir. We're back. Oh, it's good to be back. <laughs> we are back. Excuse me. Yeah, brother. Did you have a wonderful Fourth of July? Oh yeah, Chris. We uh, we grilled it up. We drank it up. We played some uh, played some washers, which I haven't played washers in a long time. What is washers? You don't know what washers is, Chris? No, I do not. Oh man, I wonder if it's like a Midwest only thing. Uh, it could be a Midwest thing. You know what? Like you know what cornhole is, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it very similar. Like it. The, the concepts are kind of similar. And washers, you're throwing these little metal washers. Um, mm-hmm. Like they're like flat, maybe weigh like, I don't know, a quarter of a pound or something, and you're trying to get them into a box. Uh, and mm-hmm. inside the box, there's usually like sand. Uh, de- it depends on where you're at. If you're like, like the one we played with, the, the set we played with had like carpet in the bottom, which is kind of unusual. Mm-hmm. You You typically want something that you can land it in. Uh, ours were like bouncing out of the fucking box every ten seconds, so it like oh wow, it was a very inconsistent game we were playing. Uh, and then in the middle there's a ring or uh, like a tube type thing. If you land it in there, you get three points. If you land it in the box, you get one point. Played to like twenty one. Um, but we didn't have any sand in ours, so our <laughs> I mean our washers were just going fucking flying through the yard. Um, but it was great, man. We had we had some friends over, had some drinks. Uh, my buddy Alex uh, hit hit everybody with the surprise that uh, him and his girl are expecting. So congrats to them. Oh shit, that's awesome. Yeah, you you met Alex a long time ago in Kansas. Okay, I think okay. You, you guys actually played played Mono Lightning back then, I think. Okay, okay, okay. I think this was after you went to Tanner's and had a couple drinks and then came back. <laughs> 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 um. But yeah, uh, so yeah, they're expecting that was a shocker. We were playing drinking well, games, awesome. and we're like, "Oh, that's why we don't know what she's drinking because she was just drinking like water out of a." Because she's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, she, we thought she was making like mixed drinks or something, but she had like a tumbler, and it was just water or like lemonade or something. Oh, had the old fucking Stanley cup just full of uh, full of water, huh? Yeah. Um. But yeah. Drank a lot. Watched Independence Day a lot. Um, of course. Made sure everybody, you know. They got their their announcement out of the way, and then I was like, "Okay, guys. Well, now it's time for the president's speech, so you're gonna need to." Well, I think I'll just shut that, that shit up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man, it was great. How about you, Chris? How was your uh, How was your Fourth of July? It was good, man. Um, normally, I, I was actually supposed to work um, on the fourth, um, but because um, you know I don't typically give a shit about holidays, but I also am like the new guy on my team, and. Other people had already was like, I'm not working on the fourth. And I was like, fuck. Okay. Well, I guess I don't really have much of a choice then do I, but, um, anyway, I said all that to say, I kind of got like the day off, uh, impromptu. My boss was like, there ain't shit going on. Just go home. Um, now when I say I was working Cody, like I said, I don't, the work I do isn't hard. I sit at a computer all day and just go through different accounts and emails and, that's it. I just, I click buttons all day and just listen to podcasts all day, much like Shonen and Sads. But, um, I, um, yeah, I just, I was able to like not have to work and I found out the day before. So, uh, I started drinking 
Margarita Madness. Oh yeah, but, uh, yeah, it was good. It was good. Just did all did all the usual. Made sure my Facebook posts got out there into the ether. That's right. The most important part, Chris, is your Facebook posts. Yeah. And I mean Damn that right. sincerely. There is no. There, <laughs> it might sound like it's coming at you sideways, but no, it's, that is my favorite part of the holiday. Uh, seeing your posts. That's, <laughs> that's what that's what we do. You know, it's all it's all for the greater good. Yeah, you're, you're, I think you. I think you're gathering quite the fan base. You know, off off of those posts. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, you I'm love, telling you, it's you the, love, uh, it's you, the only way. You love to see it, man. I think I watched Independence Day like three times over the last <laughs> over the last three days. Um, As you should. Yeah. Oh, and then I guess I should mention we did go to the bars and go see the fireworks downtown. It was cool. Um, of course. Oh, and I did go to Chicago, Chris. It didn't go good, but you know, I went. Yeah, oh yeah, you, you went. <laughs> you sure did go, all right. We were there, yeah. Drove through a monsoon to drive back through the same monsoon because it had got it had left St. Louis, traveled right to Chicago with me. It just rained the entire fucking time, man. Oh, wonderful! When it rains, it pours. It sounds like, brother. And, there, and there's nothing worse than driving in the rain, like on a road trip. Like no, it's, it like ruins the experience. Um, it's unfamiliar roads, man. Like I, I can drive in the rain all day long on like roads that I know, but you fucking get me out on like and I'll stretch a highway or a neighborhood or something that I don't know. I, I, I start. I don't. I don't want to say I panic, but like get a little. Nervous, you definitely you know? don't feel good. Yeah, yeah. You're not. You're, <laughs> yeah, I could. I could drive up and down Highway 70 all day long in the rain, but mm-hmm. put me on Highway 55 out in the middle of nowhere. I, I, I'm a lost boy. You know? That's right. I don't know how fast I can take this turn, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, and then uh, that's pretty much it, Chris. We got we got a we got a big podcast to talk about today, of course, talking about live action Ghost in the Shell. Um, I thought it was fine. I enjoyed it. Yeah, um, I like it. I like this movie a lot, and I, I make no bones about it. I even told you when we... Um, when we nominated, I was like, Cody, this movie's super polarizing, but I don't get it. Like all the complaints come from like white people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, there's definitely so some... weird. And I guess I didn't realize it. Cause I saw this movie in theaters. I, I know I've said it multiple times mm-hmm. that I fell asleep d- during it. Um, and I, I guess I didn't even acknowledge all of the, the whitewashing accusations when this was coming out. Um, Maybe it's just because I don't. I, I just don't pay attention to like dumb shit, or like I just don't care. Yeah, that that, that <laughs> sounds about right. Like I, I, it just doesn't even phase me at all. And now, granted, I am, you know, I am white, so you know, caveat there. Maybe I don't know, but like, I didn't even hear about this. I didn't even know about it until I started reading through the wiki page. Like, yeah. Like, oh, there's some controversy behind this movie. Like, I thought Scarlett Johansson yeah. did a great job. Um. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's it. <laughs> um, now, now, yeah, it was solid. Now, granted, the complaints I, I I do have some like some respect for. Um, mm-hmm. I watched uh, the Mother's Basement guy on YouTube, uh, and he had some solid complaints about just like the story changes and some of like the thematic changes and things like that, which I think mm-hmm. even watching it helped me understand the original a little bit more. Um, Mm-hmm. Just because, like, Chris, we've been over it. We don't, we don't know all the science and the sci. Like, we, we like the sci-fi stuff, but we don't quite understand. When they start talking big, we don't, you know, our minds kind of. <laughs> My brain don't think good. <laughs> yeah, like, um, and he kind of explained it in a good way because uh, there is definitely mm-hmm. some changes to this um, from the original. So, you know, spoilers ahead if you guys haven't seen the original Ghost in the Shell. 
for the 2017 reboot. Uh, we are going to be talking about both of them, kind of comparing, contrasting. Um, yeah, spoiler spoiler warning here. Um, Chris, you know, something that's not a spoiler, because I'm Cody Snodgrass. Oh, man. Cody, 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 Cody. <laughs> you, you can't tell people this stuff. You can't tell them. <laughs> and, of course, I am Chris Adams. And like we said at the top of this thing, we are back after a long holiday weekend of, you know, just of friends and booze and, and red meat. And, you know, we're just back to back to the old grindstone, as it were. Um, and like we said, we're talking Ghost in the Shell, which 2017, I think. I think if you wanted to see this movie already, you would have. So, you know, that's we gave you the spoiler warning once. That's as far as we're going. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and uh, Chris, just a, a heads up to everybody. We're going to do I guess I can just announce our poll winner now because I didn't even, I didn't even tell you this yet, Chris. Oh, you uh, didn't. This is all new. Uh, so Steam Boy won the poll. Um, so we're going to watch. Hell yeah. Steam Boy next week. I haven't seen that movie in a very long time. Um, it's a good. I believe it's. You said it's free on YouTube. I think it is. Yes. Yeah. You can definitely watch it for free on YouTube. We love the free. We love that. Brother, if it is for free, then it is for me. Exactly. Uh, America. Um, <laughs> America. Um, so yeah, we're gonna do that for next week's episode. I think here. This is 154. That'll be 155. And then the following week uh, will be our uh, three-year. A uh, little celebration episode, Chris. Oh hell yeah! So we'll uh, we got to figure out our uh, our nominees for our side character Hall of Fame. Maybe we'll Man, put that's gonna be a... we'll, we'll put up our final side character poll next week. I think we'll work. So we'll have our two nominees, yeah. and then we'll both come up with two more to throw in the poll. The final if we're gonna nominate five side characters over everything we've seen over the last three years. Uh, which is going to be hard to narrow it down because there's a lot of good side characters that we've seen. There are a ton of good side characters, almost too many. Yeah, but that you know that this is going to be an annual thing now, Chris. We're going to have you know we're gonna, yes. <laughs> this will be a regular yearly thing. Um, yeah, so we're we're going to cover Steam Boy next week, and then three year, and then after that. I don't know. We'll figure that out when we get there. Um, yeah, we'll we'll burn that bridge when we get to it, brother. Exactly. But, uh, Chris, we do have quite a bit of news today as well. Um, yeah, a lot of big week, big uh, week for anime news. Yeah, definitely. I think the probably the biggest news was the, the new Attack on Titan uh, final season yes. trailer. Um, I've watched it. It's only like a little 30-second trailer. It doesn't really reveal a whole lot. Um, just kind of keeps the hype going, uh, and then it says, mm-hmm. "I was hoping for like an exact date." It just says fall 2023, so we're not too far off. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to say summer's ending by any means, but it's it's cruising by already, man. Uh, <laughs> it's cruising for a bruising. No, we we actually just got started in summer, but I am excited for Attack on Titan, obviously. Um, well, Man. Cody, I can tell you that I am excited for summer to hurry up and fucking be over because it is already too hot for me. Oh, it's definitely too hot. Yeah. I, I can agree with you there, Chris. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then, Oof. Chris, you found you, you found this, and then I the moment I got on Anime News today, I saw mm-hmm. uh, this new uh, Suicide Squad Isekai. Um, yeah, an interesting uh, combination there. <laughs> we got Wit Studio. Um, back in this, which is always fantastic. Yeah, I watched the trailer just before we started recording. Um, as you you mentioned it, and I didn't realize it was an isekai, and then I saw that, and I was like, uh, 
Mm-hmm. Um, but after watching the so show, uninitiated Cody, why don't you tell tell everybody what an isekai is? So an isekai is um, for anybody that's seen like anything like Sword Art Online. Uh, it's basically mm-hmm. like like a person gets transported to another world, um, or like to a different world, or you know they get taken from their world and put in another, like. That's basically mm-hmm. what an isekai is. You know, there's a lot of fantasy, some sci-fi elements, depending on what you're watching, of course. Um, I would say, like, the first one I probably saw... I think, unfortunately, I think the first one I ever saw was Sword Art Online. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, so maybe that's where I... Maybe that's why I have, like, this... This hatred towards the genre, just because that one just kind of isn't good. Um Hey, it makes you know, sense to me. You know, if you like sword art, you know, good for you. Um, but <laughs> it is not it is not my favorite thing, um, but it is definitely the most well-known isekai there is. Um, but there's a lot more. Um, yeah. And even after watching this trailer, I thought it was actually, like, pretty good. Like, I was like, oh, that's... Yeah, I mean, it looks good. I'm definitely in. I mean, it's got the blessing from DC. Like, this isn't some kind of just knockoff, like a studio going into business for themselves. I, I think it'll be solid. I just like I hope they get the right people. I hope like DC and Warner Brothers are are going to be um when it comes time to get English voice actors, I hope they just go with, you know, what they do for all of their other DC animated stuff because it's some of the best voice acting you're going to find in any animated uh like shows or movies. So I'm hoping they stick with what's good. Yeah. I I I can I can agree with that. Um, the animation, obviously, coming from Wit Studio, this looks, I looks, mean, great. looks fucking incredible. Um, mm-hmm. And I guess I didn't think about it whenever I, you know, reading Suicide Squad Isekai, like, it's just the Suicide Squad getting put into different worlds, like, which I think, I was like, oh, okay. I thought, I, I guess when I first read it, I thought it was going to be some character, you know, like, reading a Batman comic and then gets put into the world of Gotham, or, you know, like, something like that. That um, poor kid. I hope that is not the case. And I was like, please no. Like I'm I don't need to see mm-hmm. that. Um Yeah, this um, I'm actually like I'm 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 here for it, I guess. Uh, I'm yeah, not the dude, I'm jazzed. You know, like I, I don't I could care less about the Suicide Squad movies. Uh mm-hmm. I, I care less about like ninety nine percent of of superhero slash supervillain movies, but uh this looks pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And that I don't think we have any like release dates or anything. I think it's just Hey, this is out. Here's the trailer. Um, mm-hmm. Look forward to more news later. Um, outside of that, Chris, we did get. I guess this is an announcement from Crunchyroll that they they're adding the One Piece anime's English dub. Like, oh man! Wow. What? That's Crazy. only uh, you know a, <clears throat> a decade late. Yeah, like everyone has that. <laughs> like, yeah. What do we? Everybody has the English dub of One Piece. Like you, you guys are the last ones. Um, That's very much a Simpsons did it kind of number. Yeah, Crunchyroll just kills me, man. Like you're supposed to be merging with Funimation, but it's taking like 85 years to actually get any dubs onto your website. Mm-hmm. No, it's just it's frustrating because like half the th- I mean, where's Ghost in the Shell standalone complex? You took it off Funimation, but you didn't put it on Crunchyroll, and now. You know, now we can't do our podcast properly, Chris. We gotta, we gotta come up with new polls on the fly. It's mm. over. Really so it's just wrapped up now. Yeah, but uh, you know, if you were holding out on every other streaming service except for Crunchyroll, and you were waiting for One Piece English dub, there it is. Um, yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> outside of that, I want to say there was one more thing related to us. Oh, uh, I guess it's not quite related to us, but it is big anime news. Um, the Naruto, um, the like the original Naruto is getting those four episodes. We talked about it a long time ago. Um, mm-hmm. Those are premiering on September 3rd. It looks like in Japan they're going to have like a special like theatrical showing, which I would love them to have here. Uh, hopefully, you know, fingers crossed that that happens. Um, yeah, getting four new episodes of the original Naruto. So that's kind of neat. I'm uh, here for it. Uh, I'm definitely here for it. And then, yeah, I think that's pretty much all the anime news. Uh, I know Anime Expo has been going on. Or was I think it was this past week slash weekend. Uh, it mm-hmm. just looked like a bunch of sardines compacted into a uh, <laughs> into like a convention center. I heard it was a, a terrible experience. Um, Oof. Yeah, it looked it looked bad. Like it did not look like a fun time. Yeah, that's unfortunate. You know, <laughs> Chris. That, you do. That's the good part about us not going to those things. We, you know, we could just watch from afar and be like, oh, "Man, glad, look, glad we dodged that." <laughs> look, I love going to, dude. I love going to conventions as much as the next person, but sometimes it's just like too many people, and no one wants to say anything, and I don't care. Half of them smell. Like a fucking foot. <laughs> it's just uh. I haven't been to like enough not for me, man. Enough conventions, I guess. Like Gen Con's like the biggest one I've ever been to. Um, mm-hmm. And that one's really only bad once you get into like the big room. Like everything's fine. Um, yeah. But I, I mean, from the footage I saw of the Anime Expo, I mean, it, it was like sardines. Like the escalator Ugh. broke. Everybody's trying to get onto this one escalator. It breaks, just... so then they can't get up. Like now they gotta walk up the escalator. Like it, it just seemed like everybody funneling into like rows of two people. The line to get in's like fifty blocks away. Like fuck that. Fuck all of that. Yeah. And now a small convention. Yeah. How about fuck that? You know, come through with like a St. Louis Comic Con or Anime St. Louis. Those are fine. I never had any issue going mm-hmm. to those. Um. Yeah, maybe just, you know, crank down the tickets. Like, he can't be just selling, like, yeah. overselling all. Um, yeah, it's not for me. Definitely not. Um, yeah, and I feel like I haven't heard enough, like, announcements. Like, there was this, you know, the One Piece thing. There's um, the the Suicide Squad thing. I haven't heard, like, a lot of crazy big announcements either. Like, No. Usually I I would think we'd get something bigger, but... Oh, well, they were too busy trying to, like, <laughs> figure out how to get everybody into the venue, so. There you go. There you go. Um, but, Chris, you know, all this all this chatting about the news, uh, man, I'm, I'm awfully parched over here. Brother, I am dehydrated. So, Cody, with that being said, I can, <laughs> if I can spit it out, <laughs> I need to know, and the folks at home need to know, what you drinking? All right, Chris. We got some leftover uh, frequent flyer on the podcast, but I, Ooh, I'm drinking just a natty light, Chris. Um, you know, went through many of these this weekend. Um, mm-hmm. And the last 18 pack, 
uh, there's still a couple left, so that's what I am enjoying this this fine uh, Thursday evening. What about you, buddy? Oh, baby. Well, you know, Cody, I told you we had margaritas the other day. Well, we still got some tequila left, so I am just sipping on some tequila and Sprite. Ooh, okay. Not, you know, not, not a common combination, but, you know. We, we call that the corner store margarita. That's that's what yeah, well, that's what that is. I'll tell you, yeah, Chris. Sometimes you got you got one one liquor in the wrong like mixer, and you're like, ah, why not? Mm-hmm. Just combine them. It'll work out. You know? Well, like we have all the fixins to make like margaritas, but I don't want to like. I just I was I was feeling real lazy, man. Like I didn't want to like because me and my wife did we did frozen strawberry margaritas. Like we had we bought like the bag of frozen strawberries. We got like the mixers. I literally just grabbed a glass, some ice, tequila. I don't want all that, and just some Sprite, and just poured it in. And it's like, well, here I am. Yeah, I mean, you you just got off work, Chris. You don't want to don't want to fire up like yeah. a blender and open the free. Oh, oh that's oh, that's, that's so, so much, much work. work. <laughs> I'm tired just thinking about it. Because I didn't even go to the liquor store. I just walked in, opened the fridge. I was like, oh, more beer. <laughs> oh, fantastic. I thought we were out, to be honest. Um, <laughs> you know, frequently, uh, I, somebody was looking out for us. <laughs> hey, that's what matters. But yeah, just having a nice natural light. Unfortunately, Chris, it's not the NASCAR can. It's the all-white one. Um, All-white, all cleaned-up logo. The whitewash natural light. Bullshit. <laughs> the whitewash natural light. <laughs> Jesus. Um, well, when you're right, you're right. And speaking of which, Chris, Ghost in the Shell. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. Now, of course, we kid, we kid. I I think this movie's excellent. Um, I just think the the whitewashing comments and jokes that were oddly enough again made by white people and ninety nine percent white people um, is hilarious to me. Because um, Cody, weren't you saying like people in Japan were fine with it? Like the yeah. people who mattered were fine with it. I was I was watching. Uh... Chris Stuckman, he does like a bunch of movie reviews, mm-hmm. um, and he watches a lot of mm-hmm. anime. And so I usually like before we record a cast, I'll watch his little ten minute review um, just to see what mm-hmm. he thought of things. I did that with Cowboy Bebop, and um, he even shared like part of this video of this guy <clears throat> just walking around Japan and asking people their thoughts on Scarlett Johansson and how they thought about like you know that it's like a this big problem in the United States, and all of them, one hundred percent of the people were like, yeah, we. I think it's fine. It's all good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, looks great. I can't wait to see it. <laughs> <laughs> but here in the United States, you know, it's just it's fucking boo hiss. Yeah, people just want something to fucking cry about, dude. Just... It's true. It is very true. Like, be mad that they changed the ending. There you go. Be mad at that. Yeah, they. <laughs> yeah, like I'm fine. I look if you're if you're mad because I mean it's it's loyal-ish to the source material, right? Like I I often say, Cody. I, I can pay I, when I watch the live action Ghost in the Shell. To me, it's more Blade Runner than Ghost in the Shell. Okay. Like you're, we're we're literally just watching Blade Runner, but with Bato and the Major is kind of what it feels like to me. Um, and again, that's not a bad thing. Say, that's definitely not a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah, like I think I think this movie is fantastic. One hundred percent worth watching. Of course. Yeah. Um. Unfortunately, Chris, you know, with with the negativity surrounding um casting of Scarlett Johansson, um, <sighs> that the movie bombed pretty bad. Um, yeah. 
Like I, I think it it cost 110 million. Box office was only like 170 million, just under that. Um, which sounds like it made money, but I believe you know I I don't think the budget factors into the whole you know final cost. Um, no, it does not. And it makes it one of the biggest box office bombs of all time, apparently. So let me. Uh, and that's a shame. Let's see here, Ghost in the Shell. Estimated loss for Ghost in the Shell was. Sixty to a hundred million dollars. Um, Brutal. It's a big. Uh, it's a big difference. That's a big loss. Sixty and a hundred million dollars, but uh, you know, definitely a big loss. Um, yes. Which I mean, you know, now there, there's, <laughs> there will never be like a sequel to this movie or anything. Um, which is unfortunate. Yeah, because I, I do think this movie's actually like not bad. Like I, I don't. Yeah. I could very easily watch this movie again. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but just just a bit unfortunate. Um, yeah, uh, Chris. W- with that being said, are we ready to dive in, man? Brother, let's uh, let's uh, let's take a peek. Let's do a you know real quick tale of the tape. Uh, like I said, this was released March sixteenth, uh, twenty seventeen. I want to say it got the full like global release uh, March thirty first, uh, twenty seventeen. The before times, um, and like you said, it was a it was a bit of a flop uh, from a financial standpoint. But we're looking at about. Um, little about an hour and forty minute runtime, hour and yeah, hour and forty five minutes around that ballpark. So it's not long at all. Um, and like I said, it did receive a little bit of hate, which I don't understand. But um, yeah, Cody, let's just dive right in. I mean, we it's this one focuses more on a company by the name of uh, Hanko Robotics, and they're the ones that um they're the ones who kind of make these, what are they, you know, what, just like in the anime, what are referred to as shells where the, um, this is what human brains are inserted into to allow their, you know, their consciousness to continue. Um, and I want to say, do what? They're ghosts, Chris, they're ghosts. You mean they're ghosts in a shell? Yeah. They really like, <laughs> I like in this movie, they, they really like use those words a couple times at the beginning. To make sure they you, do like you, to you walk use the word the right ghost movie. A lot. <laughs> um, they do. They most certainly do, without question. Yeah. No, but um, now correct me if I'm wrong, Chris. Mm-hmm. Honka Robotics was not in the original, right? Uh not that I. Unless it was under a different name, I do not believe Honka Robotics was her thing. Honka Robotics. I actually, I I didn't mind it though. Like I liked. Like I don't know, mm-hmm. I, I liked having somebody that was responsible for all of these things. Now, granted, yeah. With that being said, like you can clearly tell, they are not good guys. Like they are the bad guys no. from the jump. Yes. Um, but you know, you mean the evil corporation, Cody, are the bad guys? Turns out, yeah. That's, cra- <laughs> that's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, and that's and crazy. you know, and something we have some differences also when it comes to uh, the major. Um, she yeah. she is the first person to have, you know, a ghost yes. in a shell. Really, like she is the first one to have just a brain in a completely android body, AI body, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, now there there is people that have like, you know, um, robotic upgrades and things like that. But she's the f- she is the first successful one where you know she mm-hmm. has just the brain left. Um, yep. And we're kind of told her, we get more of her backstory. Um, granted, one of them, 
turns out to not be true. Um, turns out, you know, of course all the bad guys are lying to you the whole movie. Duh. Um, that's crazy. Yeah, but she she is the sole survivor of a uh, a cyber terrorist attack that killed her parents. Um, they found her on like a boat or something. I can't remember. It's something along those lines. Um, mm-hmm. And Chrissy, we get the same kind of intro scene where we see her brain getting put into this fancy, you know, the whole sci-fi intro thing again. Um, well, and Cody, you get your uh, you get your like chanting music too. Yeah, the chanting music does make a return. Although in this, you know, you know, times have changed, Chris. We, mm-hmm. we have audio equalization, stabilization, whatever you want to call it. You know. Where it's, they're not just screaming at you while you're trying to understand what's happening. Um, which, again, Chris, you know, watching all these uh, reviews for this movie, uh, people still love that chant song. I, I'll never understand. Like, you just hop in the aux cord and that's the song you go to? And I, I don't know, man. I, it doesn't make no fucking sense to me. Um, <laughs> but uh, it does make a return. Uh, the soundtrack in this is actually, like, also really good, like, just as a side note. Um, I, I don't like the chant song, but everything else was fine. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, and, you know, uh, she was... So she's basically been created by Honka Robotics, by this Dr. Olet, um, and she's kind of been made to be a weapon. Um, mm-hmm. And, yeah. Uh, then, Chris, we get uh, kind of a similar scene, I would say. Um, like the opening scene. Of the original Ghost in the Shell, this one there's like a meeting. I don't really know. Who, it, it seems like a meeting of a bunch of important people. Um, well, it's like a meeting, and the the one of the um one of the chief um like developers from Honka Robotics is at the um is that I guess is like having dinner. Yeah, the I, I, is that Cutter? I believe his name is Cutter. Mm-hmm. He's the CEO I mean, of like, Honka Robotics. Like cutting crew, like the I just died in your arms tonight. Cutting crew. Maybe, maybe. Must yeah. have been something <laughs> um, But yeah, of course, you know, because there's some shit starts to hit the fan. Um, uh, once again, Major's working for Section Nine, um, and she's kind of she's above the roof. You know, she's gonna do the whole dive off the roof scene. Oh yeah, you gotta have the slow mo dive. Yeah, yeah. Um, because shit quickly starts hitting the fan. Like one of the like robots that's pouring like the sake for. Uh, Cutter, like, it clearly is malfunctioning, and, like, the sake's overflowing, then she attacks attacks him, and then you got all these other guys who are, like, part androids showing up, they start shooting everybody, cue the fucking slow-mo dive, go invisible scene. Um, yep. you know, against- and it's a really cool scene where she, like, breaks through the glass, and, like, I mean, it's a really cool, um, oh, yeah. yeah, just a action scene. I would say, like, it's a, it's a pretty faithful, uh, like, recreation of it. Um, you know, obviously there's some different things. There's more people in the room, you know, for more act, more people to get shot, basically, as all these people are. Oh, absolutely. Um, but, you know, we got Bato. He's on his way. Togus is on his way. Um, and the chief that's, like, kind of in command of all of them is played by... Uh, Our boy. Yeah. Our boy. Yeah, Takashi Kitano, uh, a.k.a. the teacher from Battle Royale. Uh, love seeing him in this movie. Uh, he... Chris... Dude doesn't speak a lick of English, I don't think, because he all of his lines are just pure Japanese. I'm like, he he didn't give a fuck. <laughs> this guy just showed up. <laughs> He's like, I'm not, I'm not learning English. No way. Um, <laughs> How about fuck that? Yeah, I I, I, I just thought it was so cool to see him. I, I I had to like pause it. I'm like, wait a minute. 
That's the teacher from Battle Royale. Um, and he's basically... Yeah. I, I can't remember mm-hmm. if, his, if his name was Aramaki in the other one. Um, I think I don't know. I, I, it might have been, but I feel like they, they only said his name like once or twice. Yeah, I feel like they kept uh, just referring yeah. to him as like the doc or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Like chief, I guess. Um, yeah, so sh- she shows up, starts wrecking shop, um, and then that's kind of where they start to find out about this this hack, like the geisha is hack, was hacked. Um, and, and instead of, Chris, instead of us getting the puppet master, we have this guy named Kuze is the bad guy in this one. Um, which... Apparently, Kuze is from part of the standalone complex. Um, he, he it, it, they kind of combine those two characters into one. It's like Kuze and the Puppet Master. Obviously, I haven't seen all of standalone complex, so I don't really know if he's anything like Kuze. To me, he's mostly just like the regular Puppet Master with some changes, obviously. Um, and they probably just named him Kuze just to just to make fans of standalone complex go, oh, that I know that name. Um. But yeah, he he's the hacker in this one. Once again, we've we've had a hacker taking over these these androids, causing problems. Um. Yeah, and now we're now we're on the chase, Chris. Um. Trying to think, I love the chase. <laughs> trying to think of where we go from there. Oh, we this is where we go to the club. Um. I think yeah, this is where she uh, she actually meets up with Kuze, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I can't I can't remember if this is where he like disappears all digitally. Um, but you know, her and Bato head to this club. Um, she gets attacked by like some Yakuza. They like trap her in, um, and then you know, eventually she whips all their asses too. Um, of course, Bato starts laying waste to all these guys in the club, uh, and then they eventually make their way because I, I think. They found a signal at this club that, you know, Kuze mm-hmm. was there. They get back there. Uh, it's another trap, basically. Body, the quote-unquote body of Kuze explodes, um, which fucks up Bato's eyes. Um, and Major, you know, she takes... She, like, she pushes Bato out of the way to save him, and, but she takes the brunt of the explosion. Um, they're both still yep. alive. Uh, Bato gets, like, his his eyes... Where the they, eyes like he has in the anime. Yeah, which I thought was kind of a cool little change. Uh, because mm-hmm. we didn't get this club scene in the original. No. On it. I think we yeah, went... there's actually a lot that we don't get. I feel, um, like, I feel but... like we went from intro to dump truck scene in the anime, <laughs> but we did. And, and, and I've said that before. I feel like the anime is just a like a, a series of just set pieces, whereas this feels like they're you know they're definitely telling a relatively more com- you know completer narrative. And I'm fine with that. Yeah, and you know, people will say it's a little dumbed down, um, mm-hmm. but I think it's I think it's fine. Like yeah. we, we talked about it before we started recording, Chris. You got to make things for, for the common man, not not the people that yes. are gonna, you know, understand like, that have like studied Ghost in the Shell for the last twenty years. Um, yes, they're gonna hate this regardless. So, uh, <laughs> but Game. you know, so they they they. Kuzo gets or Kuze, excuse me, Kuze gets away. Um, and yeah, um, then let's see here. I'm trying to think of what happens next, Chris. Oh, we did. We do have like a brief dive scene also, uh, where they go. Mm-hmm. It's like the autopsy, basically, of 
um, the geisha, and that's how they figured out where Kuze would probably be. Um, but that doctor, Dr. Dolan, who I think was the... I, I want to say Dolan was the first person that gets killed at the very beginning of Ghost in the Shell. Uh, that makes sense. Oh, no, the the was, one that was, was trying to... Um, it was Data was the name of that one. Never Data. Mind. It was close. Uh, Dolan, Data. It's um, really all the same. But Dolan, she, she, we, the next thing that happens um, is Kuze is tracking down Dr. Dolan. Mm-hmm. kills her. Um, and that's kind of when they find out that uh, you know, he's from that same, what was the number? Like Project 2571 or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, there was like, what, like a bunch of, um, what was like a bunch of, bunch of like experimental like prototypes or something like that, or like test subjects. Yeah, and it turns out Kuze was, you know, turns out. Like a failed experiment. Yeah, Kuze was one of these failed experiments, and actually the major is the first one that succeeded, you know, where they plant yeah. the brain into a cybernetic body. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how they kind of get on, okay, Kuze's killing everybody who was involved in that project. Uh, you know, he blamed yep. them for, you know, uh, creating him, making whatever, you know, causing whatever happened to him to go wrong. Um, yeah, so he's got a villain with a motive, Cody, which I'm a-okay with. Yeah, and so the or next... Oh, villain. Yeah, and so the next target is Dr. Olet, who is the one that um, basically created Major. Um, and so, yeah. Um, let's see here. What happens next, Chris? Oh, we get... I believe the next thing is the... I think we get dump truck scene here. Yeah, like it's completely different from the uh, from the one in the anime, but we we're pretty faithful to the um the to the scene where the major yeah to the it's a it's a pretty faithful ass whooping yeah. for sure. Yeah, there there's a little. I feel like the dump truck was almost not even needed. Uh, but, no, no, you know, not at all. That the, they were the two guys, both the the operatives of the dump truck were hacked, quote unquote. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Bato and the Major still show up. Bato kills one of them, and the Major beats the shit out of and subdues the other. Um, they interrogate him. You know, he still had. They kind of try to shoe in, like, the family scene. Like, oh, I have a family, uh, but it's all fake memories, of course. Um, yeah, he's like, that's my daughter, but it's literally just, like, a holographic picture of him. Yeah, I feel like they just threw that in just for the fan service of it. Like,. Yeah, I concur. Honestly, this whole scene was probably like probably could have been skipped, but you know, we get to, we're closer to catching up to Kuze. Um, yeah, and I get it. I get why they did it. Yeah, and so uh, Togusa ends up tracing uh, the hack from these guys um, to like another location. Um, so they go there. Um, excuse me, I got the beer burps. Um, it's captured, and this is where Kuze kind of like reveals all this stuff that uh, he's like a failed Honka test subject um, from the same project. Uh, I, I kind of spoke about this earlier, but now we we, we get this this like uh, plot dump here. Um, he tells her that like stop taking the medication because it's blocking your memories. Uh, we we've seen her throughout the film kind of take this medication um, given to her by Doctor Olet, um, and you know we've also seen in this, the Major starts seeing, like, she's starting to, like, have these glitches, which she talked to Dr. Olet about, like, wondering what that is. She's like, oh, it just must be nothing. Let me just delete that. Real quick. But you clearly know, like... Huh. That little guy? Don't worry about that little guy. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about that. She's like, how could this even be happening? I don't know. Don't worry about it. Uh, 
it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, everything's fine. fine. Um, but they're clearly like hiding her true memories from her. Um, yes. Big shock. The <laughs> this robotic company that runs everything is hiding things from her. Um, mm-hmm. Who'd have thought? And and Kuze basically just lets her go. Um, and so then the major immediately like dips off, goes to Olet, uh, and starts talking to her. She basically spills the beans that 98 test subjects died before her. Um, mm-hmm. But the memories of you know this this counterterrorism thing and like or the cyber terrorist attack on her parents that never happened. Um, They were all just false memories. Because a lot of her memories have been implanted. Yep. With her with her actual memories being kept from her. Which she does eventually get back. Yeah, and then of course Cutter, the CEO of Hanko or Hanka, uh, you know, he puts out the orders to kill to kill um the major. Um yep. We've got our real villain now, Cody. Yeah, he actually orders Olet to kill her, but Olet, of course, not gonna kill her. Ends up giving her mm-hmm. an address, helps her escape. Um, and dies in the process of helping her escape. Um, and so she gets out of there, um, and then Cutter informs old man Aramaki, the goat, uh, that, that the major <laughs> must be terminated, and he's like, <laughs> he's like, I don't give a fuck, brother. <laughs> yeah, no, we're good. Yeah, we, 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 we do not care. Um. And so, he pulls out his re- his fucking cowboy revolver. Yeah, he gets ready to beat that ass. Yeah, that's how you know this dude's fucked. Like, <laughs> you don't stand a chance with <laughs> that thing. Um, no, hell no. And then the major goes to uh, the address that Olette gave her, um, and we meet this this mother uh, who is you know doesn't have a husband around. Uh, daughter died uh, or ran away from home a year ago and was arrested while. Uh, or her daughter, sorry, sorry, I'm putting too many things at once. Daughter's name, Matoko, uh, ran away from home and was arrested, and while in custody, supposedly took her own life. Um, mm-hmm. Now, it might, like, very easily, like, I was like, oh, so that's who <laughs> the major is, right? Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, it makes sense. And, you know, she 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 heads off, um, tells the lady she'll see her again. Um, I think what else happened. Um, this is where shit kind of starts hitting the fan. We just got to get to the spider tank scene. Um, yeah, have... that's what that's what we're here for. We're here for the spider tank. Yeah. Um, Cutter starts sending his guys after Bato, Togusa, Aramaki, and the Major. Um, obviously, they these guys all just annihilate them. They don't even stand a chance, including the old man Aramaki. Just fucking pulls out his revolver <laughs> and just fucking lays them to the waste. And he, what does he say, dude? He says like. I want to say it's like don't send a rat a rat to kill a fox or something. Yeah, don't don't say it. Don't say it. Don't send a rabbit to kill a fox. Hmm. That's, That's right. Just a savage Get old fu- man. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Uh, and then uh, you love to see it. And then the major meets back up with Kuze, um, and they kind of just like you know talk about everything that's been going on, their past, all this stuff. They were abducted, became Honka's t- test subjects. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Cutter, the CEO of Honka, deploys the spider tank to kill them both. Um, crazy, Kuze, crazy. Kuze gets fucked up. Um, you know, we get we get the same kind of action scene. Um, not not it's not as iconic. I would say there's not as much like destruction going on around her. Um, but she, mm-hmm. once again, she hops on top, 
goes to rip the tank apart, actually succeeds this time, loses an arm in the process, um, but actually manages to, like, destroy the tank without, you know, Bato showing up with the big gun. Um, kind of a disappointment there. I wanted Bato to have his hero moment. Guess yes. not here. Um, and then C- Cutter also has, like, sniper teams in place and all this shit. Um, <laughs> and, you know, Kuze, once again, he asked, he asked the Major, much similar to the original, uh, if, to join him in, like, leaving this world. Not, like, not like as much as, like, merging as they were in the original. Um, she refuses, and kind of just wants to say, like, she keeps, she wants to, like, be her individual, like, keep her identity, like, all this stuff. Um, the Honka snipers manage to kill him, and then I think it's uh, Togusa who snipes the, the chopper down so that they can't get her. Uh, and so Bato and the crew get, get the Major out of there. Um, Aramaki faces off with the Cutter. Um, kills him. Old man, old man <laughs> took out the big boss. It's- Hits her with the uh, with the uh, he she hits him with the uh, I'm major what whatever what's your name in this uh, Mira uh, Mira her name is Killiam, like I believe or Killiam, yeah Mary, Mira Mira Killiam and she's like and you have my consent it's like oh he's fucked he's so fucked yeah and then you know you know sometime later uh, we get we have uh, the major going back to that old woman's house you know she is Matoko um, kind mm-hmm. of reconnecting with Mama Dukes and. You know, yeah. then, then it ends with like another like them just on another mission. It seems like, um, and yeah, that's that that's, is Ghost in the Shell. That is that's Ghost the movie. The yeah, um, I'm here for it. Yeah, I think it was fine. Um, you know, I think it was cool that you know, obviously her being Matoko Kusanagi. That's the original uh, major's mm-hmm. name. I thought that was neat. Um, there's a lot of things that I thought were cool about this. Um, I don't know. I, I think the movie was pretty solid. Uh, I know I probably didn't do a great job, you know, explaining everything that was happening. Um, but, like, as far as, like, I, I think the acting was good. I think Scarlett Johansson did a great job. Um, I think the set, or, like, you know, the, just the, the city of Neo-Tokyo looked incredible in this. Um, I agree. I saw people say, like, they did a good job bringing the city to life at the same way it was in the anime, and the anime city did not look this fucking cool. There's, like, giant holograms and fucking, I don't know, it just looked awesome. Like, the city just looked sweet. Um, yeah. And they they, they they knew it looked cool because, Chris, like, any time there was, like, a scene change, they're like, oh, we'll just throw a cool little image of the city a, up a real city quick. cityscape in here. Yeah. Exactly. Like, and it looked fucking awesome. I think that's my favorite part of the whole movie. Uh, was just looking at this like cyberpunky, like super futuristic town. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I thought the yeah, movie. Yeah, I agree. Really good. <laughs> I didn't really have any complaints about it. I obviously it's it's a little bit more of like a dumbed down, like we said, it's Hollywood movie. Um, I, I think this one had kind of a better story for the most part. Like it, maybe it's just because I'm. Maybe I like dumbed down movies. Um, I no, this- no, you're you're like me. I, I I think this one had a little more substance. Like like I was saying, man, the um the anime. Again, but we're, we're we're comparing like thirty years apart, right? Like yeah. I, I feel bad compare. It's it's an apples and oranges comparison, really. At the end of the day, but 
it's fine. Like I, I, I think, I think both of these can exist together. Yeah, I, I, I can enjoy both of them. Like, yeah, I don't know. I didn't have, I didn't have nearly an issue with this. I do think the original, um, it is still better. Um, mm-hmm. even though there are parts, and maybe that's just you know some, maybe some nostalgia talk in there. Um, and maybe it, like obviously the original is just so iconic, and you know all the movies it inspired and all that. Um, but this movie's like, I thought it was fine. Like I thought it was fine. Yeah. Like, there, there were some changes a little bit, but I don't know. I was fine with it. It was good. I like that that Honko Electronics was in on it instead of it just being like mm-hmm. all of the like it's like Sector Six and Sector Nine of the police. And these guys are sketchy, and we're kind of sketchy, but they're the bad guys, I think. Like, like the mm-hmm. the villains were clear. It seemed like on the, in this one where like, yep. And the other one, it was like, oh, these cops over here are crooked. Like, what's going? Like, what? I, I don't know. Um, I was, I'm in. I was in. I was in for it from uh, from Jump Street. Yeah. I'd watch it again. Like, it, and I think you should too. Like it, it, like the the plot, it, like it's definitely different. Like there's some changes, but I think most people will enjoy this. Like, yeah, I, I agree. But you know, <laughs> who are we, Chris? Rotten Tomatoes and all the critics hate hated this movie. So um, haters, haters gonna hate Cody. Haters are gonna hate. Yeah. Now, <laughs> once again, I still don't. You know, I we I still don't like support live action animation or adaptations. But you know. Mm-hmm. Of all the shitty ones I've seen, this one was pretty damn good. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. But yeah, Chris, with that being said, we got to put it up on our, our live action rankings. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do, don't we? Holy shit. Oh, I, can, hmm. I will send you your list if you need it. Copy past that one. No, that's going to be uh, that's gonna be an interesting one to think about. I think I know where I'm going to put it. Um, mm-hmm. Ooh. Hmm. Let's see. So our current rankings, I believe ours are the exact same. We have Alita up top, and then the Parasite movies along the Wolf Brigade, Raced, Cowboy Bebop. Mm-hmm. And then below Cowboy Bebop is where all the shit's at. So we have the Death Note Netflix movie, the Three Full Metal Alchemists, and the Two Attack on Titans. Um... Honestly, I'm going to be brave yet controversial, Cody. I think this is uh I think this is going to be top of the list. Top of the list. Yeah. We're putting this over Alita? I don't know if I could do that. I, I am. I am. A new number top 1. Top of the heap. Yeah, top of the heap. You're a what? You're a brave man, Chris. Uh, let's see here. Papa knows up. what Papa likes. Add that up there. Um I think for me Like, what would I rather watch this? I think I am going to put... It's still going to be, like, in the middle of the pack. It's going to be below Bebop for me. Um, okay, okay. Which is fine. Like, there is a drastic drop-off between Cowboy Bebop, even with them punting the ending, uh, mm-hmm. and the Death Note live-action. Like, that, that, like, there should be, like... Oh, no, for sure. It's like a, for sure. There's, there. like, 40 spaces in between those two. Um yeah, there there is nothing but room to fill that fucking crevice between the two. Which it, it's kind of becoming a problem because like anytime anything's like semi decent, 
I just add it to this um, spot, but you know that that's just how it goes sometimes. Yeah, I mean, so, well, shit. It's the uh, it's a it's a big it's a big um big void to fill. That's for sure. Yeah, I still think Alita's the best live action that they that's been made. Um, even though you know, like Alita, Parasite, Ilong, Erased, they all had changes. Um, those ones were mm-hmm. all fine. Uh, the Cowboy Bebop changes at the end were not fine. All of the ones in between it were fine. Um, yeah. Just that ending. That ending. Ugh. It was not great. But I still like it more than Ghost in the Shell. Yeah. I think that's just because I like Cowboy Bebop more than Ghost in the Shell. No, and that, you know, and that's fair. That's fair. Nobody's perfect. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be too mad at you. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I thought this movie, like, this is definitely, I could, I could see myself watching this movie again, like, no problems, like. Yeah, I know I could definitely watch it again. I, I definitely enjoyed it. Um, out of these, though, like, I, like, maybe it's because Parasite and Along and Erased are kind of hard to, like, come across. Like, you're not just mm-hmm. going to see those on, like, <laughs> on, like, the Netflix homepage or anything, like. This and That's Alita fair. and like Cowboy Bebop would be like the ones that I would rewatch again. Like, yeah, just skip that last. That's what and that, that's kind of how I. Uh, that is definitely how I how I view the live action movies. Like my top few were like the <laughs> ones that I would definitely watch again. And honestly, I'd watch the Wolf Brigade again, but I just I know when to cut the fucking TV off. Yeah, it's like it's like the the our top your top four. You you, you can watch all those all the way through. There's no problems. Mm-hmm. And then Ilong, Erased had a weird kind of changed ending as well. Um, yeah. And then, you know, like Bebop, we we know when to turn those off. You know, right before like, right, right before, right, before right when the, you, uh, you think you know what's coming next, go ahead and stop the right, movie. Right when Julia hits Roman Reigns in the back with the chair, breaking up the shield forever. Yeah, like, um, but I thought this movie was fine. I think it gets way too much hate. Um, yeah, I, I very much agree. I think it has way too much hate. And I, I urge the people that are like, you know, maybe back in 2017 who watched it and maybe were like, I hate it. Give it another go. Watch it again. Like, but again, like I said, I, I look at this more like Blade Runner than I do like Ghost in the Shell. So, yeah, and, and there there are changes. It's a little different. Mm-hmm. Like it could have been so like we could have had another Netflix Death Note on our hands. We could have had a fucking. We, we could have. It could have been a Turd Ferguson for sure. Yeah, like I thought this was not nearly as bad as the reviews say. Um, yeah, not even close. Not We're not even in the a hundred million dollar like box office bomb. Like, mm-hmm. um, but you know it's just unfortunate. That's how things go sometimes. Um, yeah. What can you do? Um, but yeah, that. That is Ghost in the Shell. Uh, Chris is new number one on his live actions and my new number yeah. eight. Yeah. Okay, it's a win-win. Oh, new number it's seven. Good. Excuse me, new number seven. That was our that was our 13th anime live action film. Um, man. Flash series. Um, but with that being said, Chris, we got Steam Boy on the horizon, man. Dude, I'm seen. ready. I love that movie. Katsuhiro Otomo. The Katsuhiro Otomo classic. I haven't seen this movie in a long time, so I'm excited. Uh, you know, yeah, I'm also to, excited. Like how Ghost in the Shell was. I hadn't seen that in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, look forward to that. If you guys haven't seen Steam Boy, once again, you can watch it for free on YouTube. You do got to put up with some YouTube ads, unless you have premium, I think. 
I don't know. I don't. I don't pay for premium, so I'm going to be watching those ads. So I don't yeah, I, I will 100% be a okay paying for some ads. Yeah, and then um, yeah, we're covering Steamboy next week, Chris. We got to come up with our our side character Hall of Fame. We got to start messaging back and forth on on who gets who and you know who makes the cut, who doesn't, and then we'll have a pull up next week deciding right. once again the final entry into the side character Hall of Fame for our three oh, year our three year anniversary, man. Crazy. Has it been that long? It has been that long, has Chris. It's truly been that long. The world has been shit for now more than three years. Oh, or, man. Well, actually, it's, it's starting to get back to normal, I think. Fingers crossed. Yeah, you know, knock okay on wood, that. you know, whatever. <laughs> exactly. Whatever we got to do to not yeah. jinx that. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's all I got this week, Chris. Yeah, look, that is all I've got. Um, I'm just ready to watch, uh, ready to watch some fucking Steam Boy. And, Ready to relax, man. It's been a been a busy, busy day and an even busier week, and it's it's it's. I'm not done yet. Not done yet, Chris. But, uh, you know that's gonna that's gonna do it here for us on Shonen and the Sud, guys. I am Cody Snodgrass, and I am Chris Adams. And as always, thanks for stopping by.